0: It's Ryan, and welcome back to another episode of Borderline Podcast. Uh, Today it's just going to be me. I just got back home from watching the uh, Samurai Jack series finale with a bunch of friends, and I felt compelled to talk about it, even though it's not technically an anime or anything that we would normally discuss, but I felt that there was enough connection that I wanted to just do a mini thing discussing my thoughts on the series and everything related to it. And also the fact that it's airing on Toonami, I can connect it, so it's an anime as far as I'm concerned right now. So, for any of you who have not completely caught up with Season 5 of Samurai Jack, I'm going to be discussing full spoilers for the entire series, so you have been warned. So, quick overview, uh, Samurai Jack is made by Gendi Tartakovsky, who made Dexter's Laboratory, and the series originally ended in... 2001. No, it started in 2001 and ended around 2004. It has been 13 years that we waited for the story to get wrapped up, which is what season five was. And God, it was a wait for for Samurai Jack fans. But it wrapped up tonight, and I thought it was a really good ending. Uh, but I'll get into my thoughts about the ending specifically in a little bit. So. Initially, seasons one through four was a very episodic series. You could jump in at basically any point once you watch the first two episodes, which were the initial movie, essentially, and understand basically what's going on. It's had the same premise basically every time Jack was trying to fight Aku and he was trying to find a time portal to get back to his time to stop Aku before his evil spreads throughout the land. So... I graduated about a week ago and I went to my friend's graduation party and a different one of my friends, Tyler, came up to me and said, Ryan, Samurai Jack is concluding in a week. You have a week to finish the series. So I have a job lined up, but that doesn't start for a month. So I figured, what the heck? I have a, I have a week. I'm not going to be doing anything. I'll watch Samurai Jack. So I did. I watched all 61 plus episodes of that, and I absolutely love that series. It definitely holds up, and it is vastly different from any animated series I ever watched. I watched it a bit as a kid, but never like religiously, and I never really understood what was going on, and the fact that it's a mostly silent show kind of turned me off from it, because I liked I liked a lot more humor and dialogue-heavy stuff when I was a kid, and like the action was definitely fantastic, but it wasn't... I wasn't huge on it, but I did like it watching it recently though. It was a vastly different experience. I could appreciate the animation style, especially given just how well it aged, given that it was also in four by three ratio, which was rather funny at times watching it on a phone or on a a widescreen monitor. But there was also a huge amount of cultural significance that is just spliced throughout the entire series like he interacts with shaolin monks with african tribes he's japanese he's a samurai there's a ton a ton of culture that is just interspliced through there and i thought it was absolutely fantastic that they included things like that i gotta also mention just i absolutely love the character of the scotsman he ...made the series for me. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Every episode that he was in, I was laughing so hard... ...because they were dialogue-heavy episodes, number one. And just... <laughs> he was so over the top, I couldn't help but laugh. Um, A funny thing to note about this series as well... ...there was a huge chunk of the Futurama voice cast... ...that appeared at one point or another in the series. Now, Phil Lamar, he's the voice of Hermes. He was the main voice of Jack... Uh, John DiMaggio, who's the voice of Bender, was the Scotsman. And Billy West, who is the voice of Fry, Professor Farnsworth, and Zoidberg, he was a bunch of various episodes. And at one point in season five, I turned to one of my friends when we were watching the episode. He, uh, We both just go, that was Zoidberg, wasn't it? And yeah, he was basically doing a Zoidberg impression. He was playing some uh, fish man, and we just immediately noticed that it was Zoidberg. So... Seasons one through four were definitely pretty solid. Season three was probably the peak for me. I really didn't enjoy season four that much. But the significance of season four, in today's time at least, is the fact that it ended on an episode where Jack just took care of a baby and told him an ancient legend. That was it. It didn't wrap up the plot at all. So fans of the show were left like... Well, are you going to make season five? What's going to happen there? Are we going to get a wrap up to the story? Because the thing did have a whole overarching plot of whether or not Jack was going to get back to the past. And they around the time that season four came out, they petitioned to have the rating raised from Y7 to either PG or uh, TV 13 or TV 14. Because they wanted to do a little more violence, a little more storytelling In order to wrap up the narrative but unfortunately that request got denied so season five never happened until now that wasn't the initial plan the initial plan was to have a feature film and that went through many iterations since like 2002 to present it was initially going to be live action and i think we can all say with very fair certainty how live action animated stuff goes Avatar the Last Airbender, to name one, and I'm very glad that never happened. But he did say that he wanted to do an animated film, but that jumped around to about four different studios, and it just never saw the light of day. And about two years ago in 2015, he announced season five was coming, and that they were going to do one last season, wrap up the plot, and that would be it. And that came in March of this year, and I was absolutely blown away. Now, one thing to mention first, uh, the voice actor for Aku was Mako, the famous Japanese voice actor. He's also known for voicing Uncle Iro in Avatar The Last Airbender, and he died um, between seasons four and five. He died a few years ago, and... They considered replacing the voice of Aku entirely, but uh, Genndy Tartakovsky realized that the voice of Aku was such an iconic thing that people would be upset if they just outright got rid of him. So what they did was they brought in Greg Baldwin, who's the guy who's basically been voice matching for him on everything since his death. He replaced Uncle Iroh in Avatar, and personally, I didn't even notice in that And he did a fantastic job as Aku as well in season five. It was barely noticeable. Like, you could tell at some parts, but for the most part, there was really no difference at all. And it was fantastically done. They brought back the original cast. Well, what little voice cast there is for this show. Uh, Phil Lamar reprised his role as Jack and the various voices for the side characters. John DiMaggio did the Scotsman. What's great is, as I mentioned before, it's episodic. So there were a lot of just little factions that Jack helped out here and there. And they brought back the original voice actors for those people when they appeared in season five, it was a very nostalgic season. Um, so about season five. Now it was much, much darker than season four or season four and below that 50 years had passed and it was very story driven. Jack, Basically has given up all hope of finding his way back and he's just trying to survive and do what he can to help stop Aku from spreading any further than he already has. And it's revealed that because of the initial time travel that happened to him, he no longer ages. So he's basically a 70 year old man trapped in a 20 year old body the season itself was almost kind of like a movie in the progression. So in a sense, if you just jumble this all together, you basically have like a three hour animated movie. It's about the same. It's about a little longer than the length of the first Madoka Magica movie. It's a, it's like three and a half hours. If you watch every episode back to back to back, um, it was a lot. There was a lot similar style to an anime season. And, as I mentioned, the episodes are back-to-back, so the story was very... It flowed very well. Like, each episode picked up basically immediately after the last one ended, or rather close to it. The big change from this one was we got another major character introduced. We got the daughters of Aku, who were, were this cult that worshipped him and raised seven daughters as assassins. And... Jack killed all of them except for Ashi, and he realizes that she's basically brainwashed and thinks that he's evil, which is why she was trying to kill him, and he shows he shows her why he's not and why Aku is actually the one who is evil, and the way that was portrayed was actually really good, I thought. It showed a lot it showed a lot of character depth in such a short time. And we only got 10 episodes, which I wish we kind of got a little bit more, but it was enough. Like every episode had something big happening, which was great. There was no episode that didn't have like a bit of action. So he shows her the errors of her ways. They get together, uh, fight together and eventually uh, become involved in a relationship for however brief that was. And the character between the two of them, it was, it was just great to watch him actually connect with somebody his age relatively, because he's basically 70, but he still is a 20-year-old. And that's basically the only person he'd be able to connect to in a world like that. But killing was a huge part of this show. Now, when you have a Y7 rating... You can't actually kill anybody. So, whenever Jack killed in the original show, he was only killing robots and monsters. And even most of those ro- those uh, monsters were, in fact, robots. There was one episode where he was in a cage match as a chicken. And he fought a snake, but even the snake was a robot. It was very careful not to show any gratuitous violence. This season was on Adult Swim slash Toonami. So, it had no problem with that whatsoever. So you get a lot of violence like there is literally a river of blood in one episode after jack got stabbed and it it was just such a huge tone shift that this show honestly belonged in from the beginning like i can't even begin to imagine what this show would have been like if it had gotten uh set as like a an adult show nowadays before the kids show even happened but um yeah, so there, there was one point where he is fighting the daughters of Aku, and he thinks that they're just more of Aku's machines sent out to kill him. So he cuts one of their throats and blood uh, spews out everywhere, and he has like a crisis of conscience because he hasn't killed anybody before. He's only destroyed robots. And he's he is like, well, this is awful, but they made their bed, and they're going to sleep in it. And he kills the rest of them except for Ashi, as I mentioned. And his his internal crisis of conscience is actually really well done. Um, it showed it showed a lot of his character and how fifty years of just nothing but despair have just weighed on him. And um, I'll spare you a little bit of spoilers just because I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to. Do- this just become a spoiler cast. Um, it, it delves into his psyche a lot more. It shows things that happened in the past where he basically, he literally just snapped at one point, uh, right around the time he lost his sword and he got it back. There was, there was one thing actually, I wanted to mention about that in the, um, in the origin episode of Aku, it shows like these four basically gods, like very, it showed basically the gods of different religions, uh grouping together to smite down the blob of evil that used to be aku and there was one that kind of represented the hindu god vishnu and in season three when that aired he had a very stereotypical indian man voice basically to the point of being racist and they came back this season and it was really noticeable to me because i just watched all this within the past week and i remember thinking that about this character at first His voice was significantly less racist and more just, like, normal, like, whatever god voice compared to everybody else as well. So, if anybody's been on the internet and following anything remotely close to this, I'm sure you saw the controversy of Jack and Ashi actually getting together. To me, it was kind of inevitable. They're they're so, like, similar to each other, and he basically pulls her away from the wrong path, and he's not gonna just throw her aside and be like, okay, now go off into the world on your own when you've literally had no experience in the world except for being trained to murder me. So, it made sense to me, <laughs> the episode that it kinda happened, it was very obvious, it was basically just showing why they're cute together, and it was really funny, even when they when they both punched a guy in the face together and their fists bumped, they both were like, oh, I'm so sorry and it, it was very they got both giddy it was it was kind of funny but people being mad aside it was fine it like just watch it if you don't believe me and see for yourself it really wasn't that big of a deal um but the final episode the final episode was easily the best like of this season and probably of this series honestly just because of how how much of the series they came full circle? It showed uh, in one episode the influence that Jack had had. There was a group of dogs that he had saved, and everything's basically humanoid in this universe. There was a group of dogs. There were a group of kids who liked to rave. There was the Scotsmen. There were the fish people. There were the Spartans. Yeah, they made a three hundred joke before it was cool as well, and. They all were just like, yeah, because of Jack, we're okay and we're willing to fight Aku if he ever needs us to. And in this episode, Aku has Jack strung up and he broadcasts his execution or to be execution. And it starts off by him playing the original intro to the show, which I thought was really funny. And it was just a great nod. And it brought, it brought me back to like basically how I felt watching the earlier, the earlier seasons. And it was just a great feeling. And then right as he's about to get executed, the armies of the people that Jack helped over his years came to his aid. And that was just honestly the perfect way to wrap up just all that nostalgia and a nice, neat little bow. It showed them fighting For Jack, and it showed how big of an influence he's had as a character in this world. Now, big spoilers for the ending, the the very end, but he does manage to open up a time portal to get back, and he stops Aku. Perfect. He completed his mission after all these years. He's happy. He has his lady by his side. He's back with his family, who he's been seeing visions of this entire season, almost to the point of suicide, so he can join them. And then they pulled the Gurren Login ending. Now, for those of you who haven't seen Gurren Login, first of all, spoilers, but second of all, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. As Ashi is walking to the altar to get married to Jack, her smile kind of fades and she collapsed. Now, based on plot that was revealed, she's part Aku, so if Aku never existed, she never existed. So she fades from existence, literally exactly like what happened at the end of Guard Locken, just for different reasons. And (laughs) we were watching this tonight as a group, and I jokingly just kind of noticed... Like that, that might be a possibility, not even knowing what was going to happen. So, I jokingly said to all my friends, I was like, Hey, this is probably going to end like Gurren Logan did, and she's going to die before they get married or after they get married. My friend Nate turns to me and he's like, If you're right, I'm going to kill you. And so, we were laughing about it. And then, all of a sudden, everybody's just like, Oh, Oh, you were correct. Wow, this is okay. Well, this is not happy anymore. This is really sad. And uh, we had a good laugh about it. And Nate did turn around and hit me. Um, but that aside, the episode was just completely solid. There was a there was a Scotsman Jack moment that was just absolutely beautiful. And. <laughs> He had a rather large family, and I'm not sure how many children his wife bore at once to have like 20-some daughters that were all around the same age, but more power to her. And she was a hilarious character in her episode as well. But um, overall, I'm definitely glad that this show got a fifth season because I remember watching this as a kid and I liked it, but I know it never had a clear end, so I was never really enticed to actually go back and watch it from the beginning Because I watch a lot of shows like why would I waste my time with something that's gonna just cut off and I'm not gonna be satisfied with the ending it gets. So once this was once this was coming back, I definitely wanted to um, rewatch the series and I'm glad I took the time this week to do so. And I definitely recommend giving it a shot like you don't have to watch every single episode probably within the next week there's going to be a list on the internet of the key episodes that you need to watch in order to understand the plot um because of just the characters that interacted in season five that were from specific episodes and there was no real way of knowing before i watched any of the series so i just watched all of it and i skipped around episodes that just weren't interesting me and um There weren't that many of those, thankfully, though. They mostly were in season four. But the characters are all great. The story is good. It's a little formulaic at times. But there are some episodes that are just diamonds in the rough. And it's pretty much the fan favorite episodes that popped up in season five. So I pretty much recommend finding a list of the key episodes and going through that. If you want to watch the whole thing, more power to you. It's only like 62 episodes. So it's not that long. And it's not that much of a time commitment you could probably do it in like a long weekend or something but thanks for listening I just wanted to give my thoughts on that because that had that finale had like a much bigger impact on me than I thought it would and just there's so much history with this show and it was a part of so many of our childhoods and it's just great that it had and didn't get forgotten it finally is wrapped up in a nice neat bow and For any of you wondering no, there is no way that this is coming back. It is absolutely done It was the best ending for this show. Even if it was a little sad it was It was what it's it should have been and I'm glad even though it took 13 years I'm glad it's finally done. So I guess that wraps this up. So um, one thing I wanted to mention, though, um, Saturday, if any of you are local to North Carolina, um, we're going to be, a couple of us at least, are going to be at amazement. Um, Marissa is going to be hosting a panel on Saturday, I think at like 2.15, called uh, Token Rambu Behind the Blade. She's going to be talking about the uh, historical aspects of the show and mobile game Token Rambu and going into depth on that i highly recommend it especially if you're a history buff it's really cool to just see how much influence is actually behind that show and uh i guess we're gonna call it time at that so thanks again for listening everybody